the City Podcast. And ladies and gentlemen, we are back another edition of Keys to the City with your host Trevor Keys alongside the big brother Ted Keys. And Ted, oh boy, oh boy. Well, hate to say it, but Ted was right. Ladies and gentlemen, he didn't have the exact prediction of how long the series was going to go, but he had the correct prediction. And Mr. Trev, once again, well, yeah, we'll talk about when it comes to basketball. You are the Eddie Mush of that. Yo, come on. I'm not that bad. I was right. First of all, I was right about the Celtics beating the Bucks. I was right about them beating the Heat. I was just watching this one. Not bad. There was a lot more. There was a lot more. There was, always, there, was, there was a bunch more that you were you messed up on, but that's okay. Yeah, I, I know. Get... I picked the Ma- I picked the Mavericks to beat the same Golden State team, the team that is finally another long over. I guess it's not long overdue, but in the sense of yeah, it's well, I guess a familiar foe is back on top of the NBA world, ladies and gentlemen, and it's the Golden State Warriors after the comfortable win last night, a, a win that yes, the score says it was only a thirteen point game, but we all know that this game was just. A lot different. You just watched the game from start to finish, and you just knew it kind of felt like it was Golden State's night. We'll talk about the Boston Celtics in a few, and we'll also talk about the question that everybody was talking about for some time now. Well, I guess we should maybe put it to rest. And if so, where does Steph Curry rank among the all-time greats now? Finally winning a finals MVP last night and much deserving. But, Ted, let's talk about this. This Warriors dynasty. We talk about dynasties all, all the time about sports, and it happens. From since the time that sports has began, we've seen it with football, we've seen it with baseball, we've seen it with basketball. And the best way to describe for me, and it's just a one, it's just one word, and I just said it not too not too long ago. It was long overdue. And I think the NBA, and I know people are like, well, people can't stand the dynasties and stuff like that. But why? Why why do people why do people go or attack teams that win? Because nobody likes to win nowadays? Is that the problem? Like, why do we hate a team that... And I get it. People are over. People don't like seeing the same old type of team. But this isn't the same old type of team. Yes, they still had Clay, They still had Draymond. They still had Steph. And they still had Steve Kerr. But this is a completely different team from where they won in 2015 to where they are now in 2022. Picked up some huge acquisitions with Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins. Um, Andrew Wiggins hey, there. Andre Andre Iguodala was a big pickup. The trades that they made to get rid of D'Angelo Russell, to get Wiggins, um, the draft picks, you know, this, this dynasty, this is a dynasty that I see different than any other dynasty. People actually root for this dynasty. There's not as much heat on this dynasty as you see with other dynasties in other sports. And I think because yeah, you that's, I think that's other than Draymond, yeah. I think yeah. that's where you were leading with it. Um is is other than Draymond, there's really there's no one to really hate on this team. You can't what is Curry to hate? I'm glad if you I, said that because in the past, I'm glad you said that because in the past we've seen well people hated the Yankees because of the Yankees. People hated the Dallas Cowboys because they're the Dallas Cowboys. People hated the Lakers, the Boston Celtics because they were those type of teams. But in the sense of Golden State Ted, you just said it. This is a team that can you really like dislike? They did it all. And look, I get the whole Kevin Durant experiment and that little trans transition. 
But other than that, this is a franchise that how can you really hate? How can you really dislike? How can you be frustrated? If so, if people are frustrated with this, because look, they do it all the right way. They've changed the game, especially Steph Curry and Klay Thompson. These guys do it the right way. They drafted right. They went to go pick up some free agents, made some trades, and then they drafted. And like I said, they drafted right. And it all came to an NBA title, another NBA title. Yes, I know Kevin Durant was there, but look, that's over with. That's long gone. This team so, is finally back on top of the NBA world, and it's not the worst thing because we like to see dynasties. No matter what people want to argue about, we like to see dynasties because we always want to know who is going to the throne, the champs. And when absolutely. I say champs, this is a team that's been running the NBA, Ted, since this core began so back in I, I want to steal something from a show that I, I watch all the time. But if we were playing the word game, what would be the one word that you would describe this dynasty? Long over, long overdue for the NBA that's, because we, that's not a word. One word. Long over, long overdue. All right. I'm just putting it all together. Forget about it. I'll put the little, the little, high, the little dash in front of it. But it's long yeah. overdue because the NBA specifically, they were always best when you had Jordan and the Bulls. You had Larry and the Celtics. You had Shaq and Kobe. Hell, you could put the Miami Heat too with LeBron. I know they didn't win all the time, but that was a team for a short period of time that you felt like just dominated the league, and it was just who was going to be that team to take them out. That's the Golden State Warriors, Ted. And you know what my word, one word would be? Ultimate. They're the ultimate dynasty in a perfect sense. Just listen to this, and I'll make it real quick. I go ahead. Think about this dynasty. We go back to 2000, what was it, 9, 10, 11, right around there, 12. Drafted some guy out of Davidson, Steph Curry. Mark Jackson's the coach. Yep. Let's go back. Let's let's do a little, little history lesson. Go back. They draft Steph Curry. They draft Clay Thompson. They draft Draymond Green. They're a franchise that really had not won anything that we could in our lifetimes that we could say like ah the Warriors are good like uh, they had Tim Hardaway for a little bit but then he got traded to Miami a long time ago. I mean they had a couple yeah. good runs with Baron Davis. But, well, yeah, Baron Davis. Yeah, when, but yeah. this if you think about this organization the way they did it the last ten years ultimate you drafted your three big stars kind of like the yankees you drafted your three core guys you yep. traded a coach that was really good i right, seriously you fired a coach that was really good for a coach that had zero experience yep you won with that core in your first championship and you yep. beat the lebron the great lebron james all right you won four titles in in eight years you should have six in eight years if it wasn't for Kyrie's three-pointer and LeBron's block and Durant's yep. injury with Clay's. So they have six and eight years. They, if you also remember that first title, they broke the all-time record for most wins in a regular season. So they got that on the books. They're the greatest team, regular season team of all time. Yeah. They they have the best shooter of all time. Yeah. They, then they have, they get the maybe the greatest scorer of all time in Kevin Durant to join this great team. They win back-to-back championships. He leaves them. They have total dysfunction or disarray with the injuries and things that fall apart. They yeah. become the number one pick in basketball. They fall to 15 and 50. They actually get the number two pick, which yeah. was Wiseman. James Wiseman, right. who they could have taken. They could have taken a lottery pick team. They get yeah. two top 10 picks back-to-back years. Yeah. And then they get the redemption tour, and they win a title after. I, I just think it's like, yeah, it's, like, it's just a perfect storyline. If you you think about all the great storylines, right, in basketball history, you think about their 10 years of 
greatest regular season team, get the greatest scorer and shooter of all time to join this team that they went for one year where they were everyone loved to, oh, my God, this is unfair. We don't like you guys. Root against them. To he leaves you guys. Oh, people had a right to. They, they go to right. the worst team ever. Or they become one of the worst teams ever two years in a row. Their yeah. two stars get injured. Curry goes multiple injuries. Clay tears the ACL. Then comes back and has his Achilles torn in the offseason playing bas rec basketball. And now what? Now they have a redemption tour. Curry puts a finals MVP, puts himself in the top 10 ranking of all time greatest basketball players. And now this dynasty, we have to eventually start talking about is where does this dynasty rank all time with the greats in basketball history? Because I think now you have to put them with that Spurs that had, what, five titles in 15 years. Their dynasty right now might be better than the Bulls dynasty six and eight years. The way they did it against the competition that they did it. Too. Well, yeah, I mean, Jordan won in six and eight years. Like you said, they got four and eight years. And it is it is extremely impressive. It's extremely tough to kind of dominate the way they did, especially in today's NBA. But like you like you said, too, it's like this is just a different type of dynasty. Because every time we think of dynasties, kind of like related to like villains. Like when you think about the Patriots. Well, well, they, hold on, listen, hold on. Just, the Miami Heat. I get that. No, no, no. Let two, me say this. You, you go through all these teams. And go through all these teams. Yankees, they were villains. Dallas. Dallas, they're villains. The Miami Heat, when LeBron was there, they're villains. Shaq and Kobe, they're villains. They were, and don't get me wrong. The thing is, all these teams were so fun to watch, whether you were rooting for them to win or, or you were rooting for them them. to lose, they were still just all so, everybody was watching them. The eyes were on them, no matter how, how, how well, bad because the, the Warriors are lose. actually fun to watch. That's what I'm saying. It's just like a lot this of people team. Don't like, yeah. Here's the thing. I think when you look at dynasties, right, you have Jordan and LeBron. I'm going to talk about their two dynasties as iconic players, right? The, we know what LeBron brings, what his ratings bring to the – people are LeBron fans. He's yep. he's he's huge. He's he's historical he's in the he's sense LeBron. of basketball. You're not going to yep. be able to tell the history of basketball without mentioning LeBron James. Michael Jordan – with his marketing, the Jordan brand, everything, what he represented the Bulls. That See, the Spurs dynasty you don't really talk about because they have nothing that intrigues you. The Lakers, very intriguing. Shaq and Kobe, L.A. But this That's Warrior, the- this Warrior dynasty, I mean, think of it. Other than Steph Curry, they don't have any superstars. All right? And there's a difference between being a star and a Hall of Famer and being a superstar. Legacy, game changers. LeBron changed the game. Michael changed the game. Yeah. Curry changed the game, and I think he changed the game for the betterment. And we see what that has come forward to in his career, now putting another finals MVP and another championship, and now having four titles to tie Shaq and LeBron, yeah. two guys that I consider five of the greatest players that I've seen in my 34 years of history. At 35. 35 years. Ooh. You're 35 now, bro. Ah. <laughs> Don't forget how old you are. Don't try to go back in time. You're 35, you old bat, your old ass. <laughs> hey, guess what? You're gonna be 30 this year, bro. Welcome to the I know. Yeah, big three O is coming very soon. Only five, what five months away? Oh my god. That's the, that and before we get to our next point, is <laughs> gonna be 30 years old. Damn. Is that's the thing? Is that that's the only friend the dynasty that I can kind of relate to in the sense of like the Spurs. You just really never like disliked them. And the only thing was is that they just got they were people complained about them because they were just so damn boring. This team is complete opposite. This team is so fun to watch. It's kind of just like, well, I know they're back on top, but 
can you really be like upset about it? I mean, Clay coming back from the ACL, Steph finally winning a finals MVP. And just this team coming back from where they were not too long ago when they were down in the dumps. They were awful. They come back, add some pieces. Now they're world champions again. Well, this is the next great NBA dynasty, and it's happening in front of our eyes. It's been happening for 10 And, for and over, I'll say this. What's, over, what's four, to say I mean, that Steph, they can't win Steph anything? came in in 2009, so, I mean, that's well, what's 13 years. What's to say they years. can't win again? I know. This core is not going nowhere. They have no problem paying the luggage tax, and as we were talking off the record before earlier, they have three young stars that didn't even have any participation in these playoffs. Yeah, James Wiseman missed all year. He was the number two pick. He's going to add him size, length, shooting ability. He's going to he's going to strengthen their back, their front. Jonathan Kaminga, Jonathan, who's six, 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 and seven, Moses six, Moody. eight. He, he yeah. was a top five pick, and then Moses Moody. And excuse me, um, Jordan Poole. Hello, yeah, I mean, no, like yeah. no, I had a I had a huge there. impact last night. And you and and the, the experience that those young guys gained this this playoff run. Is only going to propel this team going forward even more so. And you're going to look at this team going, can they win another one? Can they win two or three more? Because yeah. it's very like, depending on if everyone stays healthy, there's nothing wrong with this team that you look at and go, what do they really need? They're going to get the size. They're going to get the young. They're going to get another young defense wing guy in Kaminga. Moses yeah. Moody is going to add another versatility in the backcourt. Yeah, I mean, and listen. Guys want to play there. Guys like Andre Iguodala, older guys want to play there. They don't mind. Hey, they're, guess what? They're key and components to what makes this team great. And you know what? Steve Kerr is a great coach. Yeah. He's he's, he's go down as one of the all-time greats. I mean, they have everything right to repeat again as NBA champs and maybe even add to this already impressive resume. Speaking of resumes, there was a guy last night and there was a guy in this series that has been talked about for some time. And the reason was, well, is he ever going to get that coveted first finals MVP? Well, I, I, I get it. I get it. It's understandable. I get it. Trust me. Should it's have to. But it's down, over. Oh, the guy hey, had 34 hey, points a game. My thing is, I mean, my argument too would be Kobe should have a lot more MVPs than one MVP regular season, but he didn't. It's just yeah, the way the Steve, world. That's Steve Nash one. Yeah, we don't yeah, go for it. BS. BS. That's not my MVP. Anyways, the big question coming into this series was, well, if Steph Curry wins, wins finals MVP, which he did, and which they won another championship, that's number four for him, is Stephen Curry a top 10 player of all time? Now, we actually had, not too long ago, we did our top 10 players, and I know it may be a bit, look a little blurry, but here's our top 10 for what it was. This was my top 10. Now, I'm going to move this question. So it's Jordan, Kareem, Kobe, LeBron, Magic, Russell, Wilt, Larry, Shaq, and Duncan. Now this was Ted's. So Ted's was pretty same, same type of players, just different ordering. My thing is you look at those top 10 players and Ted, who are you taking off the list to add Steph Curry to this? Now, well, when you make the top 10 of all time, you did something right throughout your career, and Steph Curry has done that right. Is he a top 10 player of all time is the question. And if so, Ted, who are you taking out? Well, if he's coming in top 10, we got to move 10 out. It's simple as that. You move, you, no, 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 no. You're not moving. There's no way you're taking Tim Duncan out. Absolutely. No. Shaq, to me, is more impactful than Tim Duncan. Nope. Shaq changed the game. Duncan's the Shaq greatest was... power forward of all time. 
Shaq has the argument to be the greatest center of all time. He's not the greatest center. Shaq, listen, you he might be the most dominant. He might be the most dominant. He ain't listen, the greatest center Shaq of all time. Was a revolution. I love Shaq. I Shaq love was Shaq. revolutionary. 7'1", 325 pounds. Athleticism could bring the ball up like a guard. Could do anything. Okay. Shaq's athleticism. There, uh, there's three guys hanging on him. There was no better player in the late, from 90s to the mid-2000s than Shaquille O'Neal. From 98 to 2004, there was no better player than Shaquille O'Neal. Dominant. Literally dominant. Tim Duncan won, an, won, a, won a title in 99 on 24, on 24 and under. I mean, come on. Shaq. Bro, How Shaq. You think, I, I mean, my thing is, if I'm taking a player out of the top 10 list right now, it'd probably be Shaq. I, I don't know. I don't I know. Think, if I, I think, think Shaq's. He, I think he had more impact on the game than Tim Duncan did. I, I'm gonna listen. I'll steal this from Colin. You got when you start talking about top ten players and greatest people, players of all time. It's got to be more than just statistics. You can't just tell me, well, because then Carl Malone should be one of the best players because he's the all, he's the second all time winning scorer. It doesn't make him he's the best. You know, all time rebounder. Ah, he's got to be the best. No, did he change the game? Yeah, I, I, you know, I think Jordan, LeBron, I think Kobe's somewhere right there. I mean, I don't know if he changed the game because he's 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 the one B to Jordan because they're so similar in who they are, how they played the game. Ah, Shaq, I mean, the Shaq shoe, the the, the branding, the, the movies, the, what Shaq represented for the he was so much bigger. I feel than life, and maybe because we lived in a generation where we were transferring from like old school to new school with technologies and computers and TV and marketing deals. And, yep. you know, and maybe Shaq never becomes Shaq if he doesn't play for the Lakers. But what about, what about, I know we always talk about Shaq and um, Duncan right now. What about Larry? What about Russell? I mean, Russell, I feel like has to stay in because I, he's got the 11 titles. I, I, and, and, yeah. and the trophy I mean, is named after Will Russell. is, is Will. I mean, is Steph even the greatest warrior of all time? Yeah. Yes, it's not even close. better than Will. Yeah, because Will didn't play for the Warriors all the time. I know, but he. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. There's Rick Barry too. He's the greatest warrior of all okay, time. That's fine. So the better argument would be who's the greatest Laker of all time. They always oh, say it's Kobe, it's Kobe Bryant over Magic Kareem. Yeah, it's Kobe. It's only because it's, it's not. It's not, it's I, not I, I, I don't want to say something rude, but I feel like because his his no his no that's death, not the case. That's not that is so that is so asinine. No, it's so asinine. I think people look at Kobe Bryant differently because listen, when tragic deaths happen, you start looking at a guy and like it's like where was this love Kobe, as much? Kobe, so Kobe was already uh, yeah the love. Okay, I get the growing support for love of, of I get that, but. Kobe don't you, for 20 years. Don't Why are we talking Kobe? about Kobe? Why are we talking about these guys? Maybe we should move Kobe out. No. Get the hell out of here. Get out of here. Well, You're here's nuts. the thing. You can make you could put Curry in the top five because of just his impact on the game of basketball. Oh, to me, Steph is more is probably the most impactful player maybe in the history of the NBA. More than I would say where he would rank among the all-time greats. To me, He's right outside the ten. Like I'm my not, thing would I'm be not, like, who's the Bill Russell would be my Jackie Robinson of the NBA. That's my thing is that if I'm taking out Doctor J could be the guy of the Duncan from the ABA. Come if I'm trying over. to say what if the only player that I'm taking out of my top ten would possibly be Shaq or maybe Duncan. I'm not. I don't think I'm taking Duncan out. But if I'm putting him in the top ten, the one guy would probably be maybe Shaq or Leary. That's I all mean, I'm trying I to mean, say. I, listen, but I'm maybe, not changing it. My thing is. To me, Steph right now is still 
11. I, call me crazy. I don't really care. I'm, that's my, that is how I truly feel. If I'm picking influential and impactful, then Steph Curry definitely gets maybe the nod over but, maybe Magic or Jordan to me. We've also had I, this would say, I would say Steph. Listen, we've also had this argument and our, you know, our drinking nights and out with the boys and uncles and stuff. And like, why are we talking about this? His career's not over yet. Like, why are we trying to put people? Because like, it gives people to, like us and people like in the sports world gives us something to talk about because it's a debate that could go on forever. Because when you're discussing all time greats and you're trying to pick who's going out, who's going to be taken off the list, who's going to be added to the list, that just adds for a long discussion. That's why people talk about it. That's well, why where I does he go if he wins another title? Oh, then he's without question. He How jumps. Does he go into he the top five? He, to me, to me, if he wins another title, he jumps Duncan. He jumps Shaq. He jumps. Um, he would jump Larry. To me, Will. He come. He gets close to maybe that top five range if he wins another title next year and he delivers like he did this series. Yeah, then maybe we'll talk in top five. Does he five. also get called the greatest point guard of all time? Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's all up for debate. I mean, does he, if he wins another championship too, are we saying that he's the best of our era and is he what, taking over? What What is our era? Number 23. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah. I don't, I, I, for some yeah, reason, I don't think, I don't that, think I'll oh, 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 but we could talk about Kobe. Yeah. Kobe. I'll hear LeBron. Oh no, 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 no. We can't take LeBron Listen. out because LeBron is, LeBron is the greatest of all. Get out do of you, here. Do you know that Michael's like the untouchable? If oh, yeah. He's just, just he's not going anywhere. <laughs> he just can't. People would say Michael Jordan would still be Curry on a one-on-one game. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get that. I don't get that. My thing is, if I had to predict, I would say 9 to 11 range. Me, personally. Impactful? He may be the most impactful or influential player in the history of the NBA. So I gave you mine. Is Steph Curry a top 10? And if so, where would you rank him quickly? I just told you. Yeah, I moved him into 10. I moved Duncan. Oh, you 11. put him 10. Okay. Okay. I, I was just curious. I'm going to slide him out. Duncan. But he, here's the thing. He's those. I think those three guys. And you know the what? Fundamental maybe, out, bro. And maybe and maybe I should take out Will and 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 keep Duncan in. And and, not, and I'm not saying jump to seven, but just move everyone down. Just adjust, yeah, just adjust the numbers. And maybe put Will at 11. Say, but if what? Steph, yeah, if Steph wins another one, oh, we have another, we have a whole. Then, then he, uh, then I think he easily jumps into that six and under group. He and he might Bird. jump. He might be jumping into the conversation. He, he of, jumps Shaq, Tim, Bird, Will, and he falls right behind the Magic, Kobe, LeBron, Michael. That's my thing. He might be even if he wins another championship, he wins another Finals next year, and he plays the way he delivered this series. We may be having another discussion, a discussion, an uncomfortable situ- discussion for people. Because we don't like to ever talk bad about good old LeBron James. Anyways, let's get over to the team, the other team. And this is where I have to come into play now. And this is where it should be the floor is mine. Because if anybody no, knew how I felt, if, if anybody knew how I felt, and everybody knows I'm a Laker fan, and I know it's it's crazy, and it's 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 like being a Yankee fan and rooting for the Boston Red Sox, or if you're like. If you're a Giant fan, you're rooting for the Dallas Cowboys, which will never happen. Anyway, <laughs> that'll never happen. That will never happen. I raved about this team. I saw this team live twice, and I sat here a month ago and said this team was going to win the NBA championship. 
And I still felt the same way up until two days ago. And I still felt that same. But last night, we know what happened. We saw the results. I was surprised. I did not expect this Celtics team to lose. This was a golden opportunity for the Boston Celtics to be called a team that, well, like I was trying to compare earlier this series, maybe the next Warriors of the Eastern Conference. And they still have a lot of work to do. They have the foundation. They have the pieces. They just got to put it all together. And I could say that I was wrong. I, I sat here and I was I was very confident. I said it even when they lost game six or game five. I said, it doesn't matter. Celtics in seven. I stood here and felt that this team was going to bounce back. They were going to go to Boston and they were going to take care of business and then go back to the Chase Center. I was wrong. I could sit here and as a person, as a man, and say yes, I was wrong. Yes, you were. I was, yes, of course. You I was had, wrong you, you fell into that fool's gold, bro. You I, were falling, that's that, that's my thing. It's not fool's gold you, when you go. You, you're a lover of Jason Tatum. No, right, I went days. to go Ted. I you're went like, to go. You're like, oh, Ted, what are the Warriors going to do? They got who? You're like, who's going to score? Who, who could Curry? You're like, tell me. Come on, tell me. You didn't account for Peyton, Gary Payton's son to be part of it. You didn't think Jordan Poole. You didn't think. Wiggins was going to be the next Kawhi on the LeBron and just shut down Jason Tatum. I mean, he put a wrap him. He Spider-Manned him up, bro. He didn't go nowhere. Last night, Jason Tatum was scared, bro. He didn't want no piece of that action. Standing on the on the side of the court wanting to William for uh, popcorn and chips on the side with soda. He didn't want no part of that. That time where he drove to the middle way in the fourth quarter and got rejected back in the face, he's like, I'm done. He's like, I'm done. I don't have it. Listen, they had the pieces. You are right. They had all the pieces, right? But you sent me something, and something we have reiterated multiple times talking about the show. Two things that you said that would kill the Celtics. One, their sloppy play, and that was with the turnovers. They had 11 turnovers in the first half. I believe what they have, 22, 23 last night. Not going to win a basketball game, especially the NBA Finals that way. Other thing is their offense was too stagnant. Your best player came up the shortest in the yeah. last three games, and it, and it made a big difference. It, he just – he did not have what we saw in the previous series in the semifinals and in the conference finals against the Miami Heat and against the Bucks. He just didn't have it. I don't know if he was tired or hurt or just Wiggins put the collapse on him. I mean, literally put the vice grips on him. But Wiggins shut him down. He still got his numbers, but he shut him down. Yeah. But Tatum had 100-plus turnovers in this postseason more than anyone else. Yeah. He just – he didn't have it last night. J- Jalen Brown looked like the star last night. If it wasn't for Brown and Horford in the second half, that game is a 30 to 40 point blowout on their own court in yeah. game six. It's not even close. If it wasn't for those two two guys, the core well, start, is you gotta remember that game started 14 to 2. And then that's say and then the goal that they were 52 to 25 run. Yeah, and then they had that 21-0 run, the long biggest uh run in NBA history. Over, and bro. kind of felt like yeah, the game over. was after that point, you're sitting there, you're like yeah, this game actually may be over. Even no matter, and that's another thing. No matter how many times it felt like the the Celtics were right there, they cut into single digits. Warriors would answer right back, and it was just, it was frustrating to see. And I, yes, I am a Jason. I'm, Jason Tatum is my favorite basketball player in the world. I saw a team twice live. You can see something on TV. It's a whole different ball game when you're actually there. And I sat there for game two and game seven in the Eastern Conference Finals. And it's not just because I'm a I'm a Jason Tatum fan. No, I'm not a it's not because I'm a Jalen Brown fan. It's because I truly believe that this team had the right foundation, 
and the right formula to go into Golden State and beat the Golden State Warriors. They but just didn't wrong. have the star or the experience. It wasn't even that. It was it was the Golden State Warriors played the Boston Celtics game. Their defense, the Golden State Warriors defense, was the ultimate deciding factor. They shut down Jalen Brown and, and Jason Tatum in the sense of they made him uncomfortable. They looked sloppy. Turnovers. Tatum had 100 turnovers in this postseason. The most all-time. I also got some stats for the last three games of the Celtics. They were minus 17 in the turnover differential. Minus eight in the rebound differential. You think this is we the Warriors team? They're not a big team. They don't got a lot of height, but they did. I don't know how they did it. That's accredited to Jeff, Andrew Wiggins. And, and those turnovers, Jeff. 90, hold, hold on, on. hold on. And let me just add to that, so you can finish your point and add to that. Those turnovers that you just speak about, the Warriors had all 103 points off of those turnovers in the finals, and it was the most by any team through the first five games of the finals since the 1992 Bulls. Just speaking. Hey, listen. You could turn the ball over, but if you can hold them on the other side, yeah, it's not too bad. But if teams are getting free layups and banging threes from deep, it's a double trouble. And we well, that's how they, those runs go. They also were averaging just under 94 points a game the last three games compared to 100, 108. I got it. 108 points the first three games. And then they had they shot 41% from the floor and then 38% from the three. So this team, the last three games. You got to give credit where credit is due. We kept emphasizing it. We kept talking about it heavily. The Boston Celtics defense is legit. They were going to go in and they were going to shut down this Golden State Warriors offense. No, it was the complete opposite. It was the Golden State Warriors that got the job done on the defensive end, caused turnovers. That's a big deal. And to see this team that I felt very confident in, I was wrong. And it, I also got the Tatum stat, a little couple tats. Only had two points in game six last night. He shot 24% from the floor in the fourth quarter and only making six baskets in six games. But I don't want to go crazy and get people all, oh my God, why is he doing, why is he comparing? I'm not comparing, just got to hear me out. LeBron James's first finals. Average 22 points a game and six turnovers. Oh, wait, you're going to compare LeBron James. And- um, this is what I just said, but of course you would do the obvious because you are Mr. Obvious and doing stuff like that. And then Kobe's 2000 finals, he had a struggle in 15 points a game. Yes. I'm not comparing the two because they had really all-time grades and they, had nine to- they have nine total championships put together. I am not saying that. My thing is, is that we've seen this before from greats. Tatum has the makings to be an all time to, to be a great in this game. You just got to work on it. Just got to be better. And now that people have seen some of the weaknesses, turning over the ball, he's going to have to be that much more better and improve during the offseason. But this Boston Celtics team is not going anywhere. They're going to be back and they're going to be competing for championships. It was just a learning experience, but a golden opportunity that was right in grasp. And they didn't take advantage of it. I guess that's the yeah. end of the NBA season. That's just it. Just like, just yeah. like that. But the hey, offseason. But this offseason. Sleep. But this offseason will be one that's going to be quite intriguing. Whether with the Lakers, the Knicks, the Miami Heat. Where's Donovan Mitchell going to go? There's a lot that's going to unravel soon. The NBA draft is only six days away. So see what happens. Ted, Orlando Magic got the number one pick. We'll see what happens. Do you even like the Magic anymore? Are you still a Magic fan? 
I'm still rooting for the Magic, but I don't see him. He's not a Magic fan. He's not a Magic fan. He just admitted. They're just not on TV no more, so it's hard to watch. Who do you like? Who are you, a basketball fan? If you're a basketball fan. I just enjoy the game of basketball. Now, I like watching the Warriors. You know, the Knicks are always fun. when Did they're, we just hear Ted know, say the Knicks? Well, when they're not Ask a New team. York fan how they feel about the Knicks. I don't think they'll say fun. They got high hopes. She's got <laughs> yeah. They got high hopes. Yeah. Well, if they can, get, if they can make a splash in free agency, I guess maybe yeah. they'll have an opportunity. To, hey, know. listen. To think a week later. The Rangers are out. Celtics lose. Our sports teams. Whoa, 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 whoa! There's still something brewing in New York. Oh, whoa, whoa! Hey, there's a team. There's two teams in New York, bro. You see the Mets last night? No, I also said night. something brewing, and I've been saying it. the New York Yankees and the New York Mets, ladies and gentlemen, something's going on in New York. We're gonna have to see if that can continue throughout the long season, as we have finally made a hundred games left in the MLB season. We're not talking MLB. We'll be back next week to talk New York Yankee baseball and if they're ever going to lose because I don't know when it's going to happen. They just keep finding ways to win. And as a Yankee fan, I'm the happiest fan. But I'm still waiting for that regular season. I mean, that postseason. A different (laughs) animal in the postseason. I'm not getting my hopes up right now, but it feels different in New York. Hey, quick question. If you had a look at the uh, conferences going next year, what team do you you see a better chance of getting to? In the the NBA? Yeah. Eastern Conference uh, or Western Conference? Oh, me, to me, it would be Golden State easily just because I don't feel the same. I don't feel confident enough. The Lakers, yeah, maybe. We'll see what happens with that whole mess. The Suns, don't know what they're going to look like with DeAndre Ayton possibly going to be gone. The Mavericks, they just got Christian Wood. So, I don't know. I, I Jazz, if, Jazz this team is gonna, if this team's at full health next year, Golden State Warriors easily will be in the finals. And the Celtics are going to have the tougher road because the Eastern Conference, we already know what it is. We just saw it. They're going to have the box still there. The, the Heat are going to be fine. The, the Sixers, the Knicks, hopefully, maybe the Six, the Knicks oh, the will Nets. look completely different. The Nets, we got to see what happens with that mess as well. There's teams from top to bottom. The Bulls, I mean, yeah, the Celtics, this was, like I said, a golden opportunity. We'll see if they get back there. Maybe they don't. Maybe they do. But the NBA season has come to an end, and the Golden State Warriors are back on top. So congratulations to, once again, the Golden State Warriors. I'm not going to say to the new champs because I feel like it's just, well, what else is new? The Golden State Warriors are back on top. They're the ultimate champs. Steph Curry, congratulations on finally getting that much-deserving finals MVP. We are on all social media platforms at Keys of the City, so check us out. We will be back next week. We are out. City Podcast.